This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov slash MCTV. Welcome back to um, Saints Army Warriors for Christ Ministry Team and our message of hope. And today we're going to continue with our word for the church. Um, I always start with do not allow your past to dictate your future. And we're in a time right now where this is so critical and <clears throat> we're going to be going back to this thought all the time, but we have scripture and we're going to build on what we've done in the past. Um, we are going to continue to um, our discussion from the previous episodes. Um, hope comes from knowing who we are in Christ as Christians, the importance of having a relationship with God, not just knowing about God, our identity in Christ. And I have a lot of people that all, um, say, well, I believe in God, but I never hear from him. Um, how do you hear from him? And the thing that I'm going to tell you is if you read the word and you are trying to identify with Christ or, you know, talk to God, have a relationship, under, hear from the Holy Spirit, if you're doing it, if you're reading the word and you're only staying in your head knowledge, you know, this is what we're taught. We're taught to learn the word, right? Recite, um, re, you know, memorize, okay? There's so much more. This is God talking to us through his word. And if we only stay in the head knowledge, we'll never have a relationship with him. Um, there's, it's impossible because God is spirit, that's the word, if we only stay in the head knowledge. We'll never have a relationship because for us to have a relationship with him, we have to operate in the spirit. And this is that spiritual realm. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit. Um, this morning, the message that we started to continue with from last time, um, we have all our notes and, you know, we do our PowerPoints and we put our scripture in. But 
over the last, you know, weeks, and actually since the last taping, but even this morning, um, we get talking and the Lord, a lot of times will change our notes. He'll change, he'll say, this is good. The scripture lines up with, you know, the message that needs to come forth. But today he changed it. And then not the scripture, the scripture is always good. But there's some people that are really struggling and we're going to address some things. Last episode, we really, we talked, we did a real quick um, segment on anger. We talked about how anger can, um, how we can address that and how we can help people with anger. And that actually, um, I had a lot of, I had people call me actually and say, you know, I listened to that and I realized that I am dealing with that. That is a real situation that I have been struggling with. I had a gal who's dealing with a family member and that really, that spoke to her. She said, you know, I really took a look at that and I can't, I'm, I, I get so angry when I'm dealing with them. And, you know, so she and I talked about that. We prayed and she just felt um, released because I could say, you know, hold those thoughts, be, you know, allow this person, you know, a little bit more, um, listen to them, you know, don't intervene. Don't try to control situations, try to work with them. And so we talked about that and that really, you know, helped out a lot. Um, the one thing too, that, um, I was really sensing and I had a conversation yesterday with a gal on our team and she said, some of this stuff isn't taught. And she's talking about the spiritual realm and the spiritual, right? Because Jesus came, if we take a look at, uh, and I'm going to take a little rabbit trail here, but in the, in the Old Testament, there's 15 covenants. I, I believe there's 15 total and God made with his people. And at that time, the spirit of God did not dwell in a people. They, it came and then it left. And you know, but God was always there. He was always leading and guiding, but he used man. You know, he used a man with a particular message and that's how he communicated. Again, or priest, you know, if someone had issues they were dealing with, they'd go to the priest and they'd, we talked about this last time, their sins were atoned for a year, you know, and that was done through the blood of bulls and goats, doves, you know, whatever their offering was depending on what the sin was. Then when Jesus came, and what did he do? He came, he walked with people, he had his disciples, but he didn't just speak to them. He preached in the synagogues. He preached at the riverbank. He preached on mountaintops. Wherever he went, he went around doing good. He went and he laid hands on the sick. People were healed. They were delivered. He preached the kingdom of God. His message was preaching the kingdom, who the Father was. He was that's his message. We are to emulate that. Everything he did on the cross, he, you know, all the he bore our sicknesses, our diseases, our sins, the blood, his blood, that atonement. We talked about that last time. He carried his blood into the Holy of Holies. His, 
our sins, we can come to him and say, Lord, forgive me. And he forgives. And But we have to let go of it. And this is, again, why we don't want our past to carry that, you know, dictate what our future looks like, especially if we're transitioning from an old way of old lifestyle into something new. We understand that God does forgive. And we, you know, a lot of people say, well, how do I know? Just trust, trust and, you know, have faith. This is, you know, uh, don't allow people to put doubt into your head. Give it a, give it a try. And then, you know, also one thing that we talked about was, um, you know, Christ, through him, in him, we have our redemption from Satan's dominion. And it is, and this is operating now, today. Okay, and I like John um, 8, 32, and I do have that up on the screen. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. What is the truth? This, this truth that we speak of is understanding the Bible, what the Bible says about us, and that we have been created new. We're, we're a new creation. Jesus, old things pass away, all things become new. We're going to look at scripture in a little bit on that. Why is it this, why is all, why is this message so important? Because we've talked about this before. People feel hopeless. They feel lost. They're feeling discouraged. And a lot of it is because God has been removed from their homes. He's been removed from the schools, from their work environments. He's even been removed from churches, believe it or not. And, you know, the, the message, they have a message and they bring scripture to it. But not always are they teaching the spiritual aspect and how to battle and win. How, you know, what did Jesus pay for and how... We can take his victory and we can live a victorious life. This morning when I was in prayer, the Lord, you know, and we keep hearing there's a storm coming. And this is a spiritual storm, but it's also, um, we're starting to see it manifest here on, in this world, right? There are people right now that are struggling with finances. They're struggling with family situations, with sickness, they're struggling with any, many types of torment. What is happening? People are using, um, they're, they're turning to drugs, to alcohol. Um, they're getting angry. They're using violence. Sometimes they're, they're cutting themselves. They're doing self-harm. Some are contemplating suicide. Some have succeeded, unfortunately. It's that there's no, you, there's no... Um, well, it just doesn't make sense that we don't need to see people do this. You know, people are perishing unnecessarily. That's the word I want to say. There is hope. Even though things look dark and bleak, if you get a hold of this message and understand what Christ paid for and not to um, hold on to those things. Everybody, how many times do we see people, Christian homes and non-Christian homes? They're, it doesn't matter if they're, what, what's going on on the inside, but there's wounds. There's people that are hurt, people that are struggling, 
people that feel isolated and like they can't, they have no place to turn. And inside that home, there's yelling, there's screaming, there might be addictions, situations. Why are, is that going on? Because they're masking pain. And then they walk out their door and all of a sudden this this thing that you see operating inside their house changes as soon as they walk outside. They walk outside the door and the neighbors see the smiles fake. They see, you know, we, we don't want anyone to know that we're hurting. We don't want anyone to know that I'm struggling with something inside my home. We try to keep it masked, hidden, and we don't need to. We have to be transparent with each other. I will guarantee you that there are, there's, I'm not just talking to one person here. This is not just citywide, countywide. It's all over our nation. It's in other countries. We have ministers that we talk to from other countries. They're telling us the same things. We share, we pray together. And one thing that we're seeing is this hopelessness comes from uncertainty, right? Chaos, confusion. There's a lot of confusion out there. We're going to end that because chaos and confusion are tactics of the enemy. They are not from God. God brings peace. And we've brought this up before, and I don't have this on a, sc on a screen. But in John 10, 10, it tells us that it's the devil that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus came to bring us life and an abundance of it. I'll say it again. You've been blood-bought. Through the victory of Jesus... This is a big part of our identity, and this is where it gets so powerful, and we just have to grab a hold of that. Remember what we have been saying. Jesus came to restore man and woman back to God. In Christ, we have our redemption from Satan's dominion. It is an eternal redemption. It is operating now. The instant that we become the righteous of God, the righteousness of God, Satan's dominion over us is broken. Instead of being slaves to the adversary, we become masters of the adversary. And we talked about this last episode. Instead of the circumstances lording over us, we become the masters of those circumstances. I love this scripture, you know, again, this John 8, 32. If you grab a hold of it, it's the truth. This is, if you look at this, the Bible as our roadmap to life, it will change. It brings peace. It brings hope. But we have to believe what's written. You know, some people say, well, man, man wrote it. Well, man wrote a lot of things, too, that we believe in. So, you know, give it a try. What do you have to lose? If you're in despair and you're struggling and you're contemplating something that has, you know, it's a once and done. If you, you know, reach out and ask for help, we don't want to see anyone perish. You know, the word also says that my people perish for lack of, you know, lack of knowledge. We want to bring knowledge, right? We want to you to understand what the word says. So we're going to take, um, again, Satan is eternally defeated. After Satan was conquered, his authority was broken. That is, a, that is the truth. That happened, and people are afraid of him. They don't need to be. They don't teach it. So let's take a look at 2 Corinthians 5.17. 
And this is something that I suggested in the last episode. Open your Bible, read 2 Corinthians 5, read, I mean, all the Bible's good, but read 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things pass away. Behold, all things have become new. So when we say, do not allow your past to dictate your future, this scripture right here backs that up. Come to him, repent, ask for help. He'll help you. He will. It's amazing when we ask God, we'll say, Lord, I, I just need help. I'm struggling with something. Okay. What happens? Sometimes someone immediately will cross your path and they start to talk to you or they're sharing. And guess what? Your answer, God heard your prayer and he answered. You might even have someone say, you know, they might call you out of the blue and say, you know, I was praying or for some reason this morning, you just kept coming up on my heart. God's giving you a little kiss. He's letting you know that, you know what, I'm hearing you. You're not alone. Just continue to talk to me and reach out. That's good stuff. You know, the, the young people, it's not just, you know, people that are working or, you know, paying for mortgages or whatever. It's the young, look at our young people. You know, these same homes that have these situations that are going on, these kids are the product of that, right? And they're carrying that into the schools. They're carrying that out into the streets in their, with their friends. So if you have a parent that's dealing with something and they maybe there's two parents, they're fighting, they're, things aren't well between them, and one of the parents starts confiding in, the ch in their child, which... That right there is a dangerous avenue, and I don't recommend it. But one of the parents may say, you know, just don't tell so-and-so, but I'm just really frustrated. Okay, number one, they're your child, they're not your confidant. And you start to create this situation where all of a sudden, you know, we're using manipulation in a way, and then what happens? That child learns to do that. Because all of a sudden these secrets, you know, we have these secrets in the home. Well, they start to have secrets. As they grow up, they think that's okay. Well, how about if you told your child, well, this is just between you and I. It's our little secret. What if that child happens to be somewhere and, and someone approaches them and says, you know, inappropriately, and then says, well, this is our little secret. They're going to be confused because they've heard that at home. And all of a sudden, someone's telling them, so they're thinking, well, you know, mom or dad said that, so maybe it's okay, you know. And they get themselves in a situation that once they've been through that situation, you can't take it back. So the best way to do it is to curve that before it happens. That's all I'm going to say for that right now. So we started out saying, do not allow your past to dictate your future right here. 2 Corinthians 5.17. I mean, it tells us that when we come to Christ, we are born again, saved, baptized. Old things have passed away. All things become new. There is so much packed in the scripture. Satan no longer has dominion. I'm going to keep repeating that. Why? Because I want everyone to get a hold of this. Let it saturate your flesh. 
I'm not just, unfortunately, so many Christians aren't even taught this. You know, they're still afraid of them. Why? Because they don't know. And what they don't know, you know, they say, oh, don't, we can't talk about him. We, we don't want to give him power. You can't give him power. He doesn't have power. He only has ability. The ability he has comes from those secrets that you're holding on to, the struggles that you're holding on to. If you're hiding something or dealing with something privately, guess what? Satan knows it, and he's going he's gonna to try to find ways to multiply it, and he will. That's the ability. We give him that ability. Does he have power? No. Does he have dominion? No. Jesus took that from him. Let's just be clear with that. It is now the Holy Spirit, right, that lives in us, that leads and guides us into all truths. Where does that come from? When we come to the Lord, we ask, you know, we say, help us, cleanse us. You know, we get baptized, whether we're water baptized, everybody has different views of that, but there's one spiritual baptism, and that's with the Holy Spirit. His job is to guide us in all truths, comfort us. His power works through us. His power, think about it, the power of God in us, His Spirit living and dwelling in us. When the Scripture says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, where does that come from? From within. It's not my strength. It's His strength working through me. It's us learning to co-labor together, understanding that I have been made new. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. And now I learn to allow Him to teach me what that looks like in today's world. Let's back this up with some scripture. Let's look at John 16, 13. However, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will tell you things to come. That is scripture. Everything that we speak of, I can back it up with scripture. And I always will because someone says, well, show me scripture for that. Well, there's one right there. When we are in Christ, we are a new creation. The Bible says a new species. We have received into our spirit the nature and life of God. When we do, the old nature that had dominated us passes away and a new nature takes its place. I pray that everyone feeling hopeless, looking for a fresh start, really hears what I'm saying. This is the message of hope for everyone This that is struggling. For those who are Christians, non-Christians, you know, come, taste and see that the Lord is good. That's scripture. But never realize the power that's dwelling within us. You know, the, the Great Commission tells us believers will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Can you imagine laying hands on somebody? We've seen this. You pray for them and they get well. It's an amazing thing. You pray for them and they're struggling with something. They get, you know, God redeems them. He sets them free. Their skin changes. Note carefully here, when we are, are in Christ, meaning we have to be, we have to be accepted. We have to accept Christ as our Savior and confess him as our Lord. That's that submission part, right? We come to him and we learn that this is who we are. So we're going to more scripture so I can back up what I'm saying here. So let's take a look at Romans 10, 9, and 10. 
that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus, that Lord Jesus and the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Romans 10, 10, for with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And just to show you that it's in a lot more places, Peter, 2 Peter 1, 2, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. 2 Peter 1, 3, as his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue. 2 Peter 1, 4, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises. These are God's promises. God does not take back. He doesn't give and take back. So I have a lot of people say, well, God must have taken it away. No, he didn't. He doesn't get, he gives good gifts. He gives promises to his children. That through these, you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now, this is what I'm saying. Before you were saved, you know, before any of us were saved, we were still under the dominion and rule of Satan. When we come to Christ, old things pass away. We get free. This is called freedom. You see, the new creation is brought into being by the life and nature of God. And this new creation is awaiting every unsaved man and woman. Come as you are. He is awaiting you with open arms. The work is accepted. He is wait. You know, he, it's finished by Jesus. He finished it. He sat at the right hand of the Father. It was not finished on the cross. It was begun on the cross, but it was con consummated with the blood once it was accepted and Christ was seated next to the Father. This is the love of the Father. It is a gift of God, not of works. If you have been feeling helpless, hopeless, sick, tired, oppressed, battling addiction, anger, whatever your circumstances, Maybe, it doesn't matter. God, God knows what's going on. God offers you a new life. That is so amazing. It is necessary, right? This is, you know, it's us coming to him. And it's really that simple. We've talked about it in all of our episodes. We, you know, you'll notice there's an overlap because the message is, it's that good. And right now, I, as I told you, I, I kept seeing these people, and I know people are struggling. <clears throat> don't pay attention to what's going on. Stay focused on God. And if you don't know him, you know, reach out. I would love to be there to help you. My husband, we, our team's there. You know, we're not, we're not looking. There, it's free. You can call, get prayer. You can stop in if you want to you know, need a Bible or need to know where something is in the Bible, we're there to help you. This is, we love doing this. This gives us, you know, this is our purpose. I'm going to pray right now for all of us. So, Father, I thank you for your word. Father, I thank you that, you know, and, and I'm going to go a step further because all the pain and suffering, 
the, the death and destruction, we're just going to cancel it right now in the name of Jesus. Father, right now I bind up every demonic torment that is blanketing our city, our county, our town, our state, you know, the region, the, you know, let's all around the world. We just say that this stops right now in Jesus' name. I command the spirit of death off of those that are contemplating suicide. Those spirits of addiction, you know what? We can't cancel you and tell you to you leave these people alone right now in Jesus' name. Father, I speak life into their bodies. I speak wholeness and restoration. Father, I say I thank you that your word is true and that when we grab a hold of it and we come to you, with that knowledge, you will guide us, you will comfort us, you will give us peace in Jesus' name. Father, I just thank you again that we have the opportunity to come out. And I pray for all of those that are struggling. Please do not hesitate to reach out. Don't be isolated. There's no reason for you to be isolated. We want you right now. Yep. Don't hesitate. In Jesus' name, amen. This program is presented by a community producer through Midland Community Television. The City of Midland and MCTV are not responsible for the content of the program. The views presented do not necessarily represent those of the City of Midland or MCTV. If you would like to produce your own program, contact MCTV at 837-3474 or access our website, cityofmidlandmi.gov MCTV. We hope you enjoy the following presentation.